0: good morning we're gonna start with this song my Jesus my savior my comfort my shelter my provider my friend lord there is none like you and we gather today to lift up the praise to him shout to the lord all second. Talk amongst yourselves.
1: I come.
0: nothing compares to what we have in you our brother Jim Sisco heard this next song and brought it to us and and when we heard it we said we have to sing this with the congregation it reminds us so much of the love of God that we can never be separated from Romans 8 38 to 39 says for I am convinced that neither death nor life neither angels nor demons neither the present nor the future nor any powers neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen? Amen. Nothing can separate us from that faithful love of Jesus. This is a new song. We'll sing it. We'll sing the verse in the chorus for you and then join us the second time around. The faithful love of Jesus. There are we I God for that love. A love that never let us go. We're going to close with this next song that says for all eternity long if we spend our days searching and looking we'll come to the same conclusion that Solomon did. Lord, there is none like you. Let's close the singing today with this ballad.
2: Thank you, worship team. We enjoyed them this morning, new songs. We better learn them so we can sing them. And uh, we, we need to make some announcements here uh, about the rain. Uh, Mike called me yesterday, he said, do you, uh, what, what, what do you think? When is it gonna stop? <laughs> I said, I'm gonna send a wire to Jesus and it will stop by the end of the week. <laughs> Why by the end of the week? Because I had to read uh, the report, the weather report, it says till the end of the week. If it doesn't stop, you'll have to stone me then. I will be stoned, I know. Well, the reservoirs are full and uh, we have enough rain and enough wetness to give us good vegetations this uh, coming summer. We will have lots of broccoli, and Brussels sprouts, (laughs) and and, uh, all the green vegetables, all the fruits, and the cows will eat good grass. How about that for you? (laughs) Anyway, we thank God for the rain. We thank God for the seasons. He is the God who created four seasons. And winter, we get some rain, and we thank God we had enough. Uh, of it this year and we're gonna have a beautiful summer and uh, beautiful life ahead of us we are thankful for the Lord who prepares everything for the benefit of his children Uh, I uh, am always impressed to see Justin amongst us Justin goes to college in Santa Cruz whenever he has a couple days off he doesn't go anywhere but comes home and comes to church. And Justin, this is you are an example to all these college students in the future who are going to live or go to college around to come to church and visit his church. So may the Lord bless you and continue to bless you and give you great success at church. Let's give him a hand. Thank God for that. Kenan is uh, recuperating very well at home. Um, I visited him. His two legs, two knees operated on, and he's on a wheelchair. But he can stand and make a few steps. He's young, and uh, I'm telling you, before uh, long, he will be walking again. So let's continue praying for him. Well, all right, it's time. Let's open our Bibles to the Gospel of Matthew, Gospel of Matthew. I want to read a couple of verses, chapter 6, chapter 6, verses 31 and 34. Matthew chapter 6, verses 31 and 34. Ed will project it there. Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will worry about its own thing or things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. I wanted to give my message a title, and I couldn't find a better title than the title that Bill McDonald gives to his book, One Day at a Time. And it's a message by itself to us all during these times that we're going through, all of us. And by reading these verses, we can say that we must avoid the peril of living either in the past or in the future, and totally missing the present. You're with me on that. Instead, we must seize the potential of each present moment, and each experience, if we want to live life to its full, and make a significant contribution with our lives. Then the question, in brief, I don't want to keep you long. The question that we have before our own eyes, how should we then live under the present circumstances in this world? How should we then live? I came up with three answers to that. The first one is we need to seize the present moment one we need to seize the present moment many of us live under the crushing burden of accumulated yesterdays and fearful tomorrows accumulated yesterdays and fearful tomorrows doing so robs us of the opportunity to really seize the moment and live in the present tense or in the present today Paul in writing to the Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 15 he says making the most of your time because the days are evil or in other words redeeming the time in some of the version redeeming the time because the times are evil which is now worrying about tomorrow. We are now worrying about tomorrow. We must beware lest yesterday or tomorrow hinder us from doing our best today. We think of yesterday and the accumulated things, and what we have done, what we've gone through. And there are so many, so many situations. I wish I can go back to change it, but what's past is past. And we think about tomorrow, and we look at tomorrow. I don't know what's tomorrow. Look what's happening in the world, and then we get burdened, and we get hindered. And then we forget that we are living today, and we rob today, Of its blessings brothers and sisters ladies and gentlemen one day at a time let's slow down one day at a time sir William Osler a world-renowned doctor made the following statement our main business he says is not to see what lies dimly at a distance But to do what lies clearly at hand. Someone also wrote For yesterday is but a dream, and tomorrow is only a vision. Look well, therefore, to this day. Then the Apostle Paul sums it all. So then, do not be foolish, but understand today what the will of the Lord is. As I said, we wish we can go back and correct the mistakes we made. They're gone. I wish I did that. I wish I said these words. Don't you do this? I wish I had why didn't I think about it when they were talking to me? And this happens to me all the time. I draw a blank Sometimes. And then afterwards said, why didn't I do that? Why didn't I say that? Stop doing this. It's gone. It's buried. It's in history. Think about today and what you can do for the Lord who has blessed you until this moment. The will of God is to do the best we can today. Do you agree with that? And leave tomorrow in his hands. All of us have been guilty at times, filling our minds with guilt and regrets. And whenever we are asked to do something and take action today, you know what what we are good at? One, I lead you with that, procrastination. So many times my wife said, did you do this? I said, I, tomorrow I will do it. Uh, tomorrow, right? We are going back. Tomorrow I will do it, or later on. And that tomorrow never comes to do it. And I think we are all, or some of us, maybe you are good. You do everything when you are asked to do it. When you decide to do it, you are all great. You walk on water. But <laughs> as for me, <laughs> as for me, <laughs> I procrastinate sometimes. And, uh, you know, and I read the story of procrastination. It is a true story. And may God help us when we uh, have today, let's finish what we start today. Let's do it today. Let's accomplish what we need today because God is asking us to take action today and leave tomorrow in his hands. And don't worry about tomorrow. Let me tell you one thing. All your tomorrows and mine. All our tomorrows have to pass by him first. Then he will release them to us. So we shouldn't be worried about that. I read this story. I want to read it to you. It's about D.L. Moody. During his early days, D.L. Moody, the great evangelist, he was in Chicago. He launched a week of uh, gospel teaching. They call it revival meetings. And uh, on that first Sunday night, on October 8, 1871, he took the topic and he said, what shall we do, from Matthew 27, what shall I do then with Jesus, who is called Christ? At the end of the message, he said the following, I wish you would take this text home with you and turn it over in your minds during the week. And uh, next Sunday will be the end of our revival meetings. Bring that subject with you, and then we will discuss it together. Everybody went home. While Sankey was singing a hymn for people to come to Christ. While he was singing and people going home one by one, the fire engines began to sound on the street, on their way to their first contact with the great Chicago fire, in which Moody's hall was laid in ashes, and in which it is estimated that over a thousand persons lost their lives. Moody never saw that congregation again and some of those to whom he spoke on that night doubtlessly died I'm not going to ask you to postpone any decision about your soul today today the Bible says is the day of salvation Today is the right time. Tomorrow might not be. Moody regretted it all his life that he did not invite people to take Jesus as their savior. Procrastination. Jesus Christ said, now is the time. Come now to the Lord. And whatever the Lord speaks to your heart about this morning, do it now. Don't say tomorrow. Do not say tomorrow. Do not postpone it. Do not procrastinate, but take action. The second, seize, what is it I said? Seize the moment. Grab the moment. Redeem the time, because tomorrow it's not yours nor mine. Tomorrow might not come, and that's a true fact. Because we don't know. The second thing from the subject, one day at a time, second thing, cast worry aside. Seize the moment, cast worry aside. Time is lent to us. That means we are borrowing. It's it's lent to us to be used in God's service, church, Please hear me. We have been given time that is not ours to do God's service. To worry and fret about what is going to happen tomorrow or the day after will steal our peace and deprives us from our self-motivation. The word of God clearly instructs us in Psalm 37, 8, do not fret or fret not. It only causes harm. That's what the Bible says. Instead, commit, the Bible says, your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he what shall bring it to pass. And this is what we are called for. Cast your worry aside. We as children of God have a mission. Church, we have a mission. Each one of us, each one has been given a ministry. We should go about it with all our hearts. And minds not worrying about what is going to happen tomorrow. Focusing on the events and adding burdens that we do not need to carry. Anxiety does not belong in the, in the heart of God's people. Do you hear me? Anxiety does not belong in the hearts of God's people. Take that to the bank. We, can, we cannot be Anxious. He's in charge. Who? God is in charge. God is the creator of this universe. He's conducting it. He's directing it. He, he, uh, he just does anything he wants and no one can contest what he wants because he is God, period. He is the almighty, the creator of the universe, creator of you and me. He is in charge, and he is in charge of your lives and mine. And he clearly says in the Bible, be anxious for nothing. Right? Do not worry. Be anxious for nothing. Does this cover everything? Dr. Howard Kelly once said, what on earth are you, a child of God, anxious about? You could not possibly be more secure than you are now. You feel insecure because you are looking inward and outward rather than looking upward word our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We look at the events, and our hearts melt. We look what's happening in the world, and we get scared. And the Bible says to you, Christians, children of God, washed by his blood, do not fret, and do not worry. Of course, we plan. And it's good to plan, it's good. God has given us minds to plan. We plan as much as we understand what's going on. And there's nothing wrong with that. We make provisions, and we work for those who can. We put some money aside. This is good planning, and that's good for you, and for each and every one of us. And it's good to provide for our families. That's perfectly good, and I support that. And God supports it. We need that. But to worry ourselves to death of what is going to happen should not be our burden. Casting, what does it say in the Bible? Casting all your cares. What cares? Anxieties, burdens, and and different Bible. Casting all your burdens upon him because he cares for you. And you couldn't find any other better person in the whole universe who can care for you than the Lord Jesus Christ. What are you worried about? He who fed thousands out of a couple of loaves and a few fishes. He who took care of all the universe until you were created and you're living here. And let me tell you one thing. You should not carry any burdens if God is your father. You are a child of the king and let's behave like children of the king. Let's not go around carrying burdens on our shoulders. The world is in turmoil. Don't you agree? And nations are so confused, not knowing what to do. If you're living in the in the political world for the last two, three months, you would have watched all the nations, all the presidents, all the monarchs, all those, all Europe, Middle East, USA, Australia, everywhere. They didn't know what to do. They are in a state of confusion. And it's not resolved yet. They are still confused. The United Nations body is in total disarray with disunity of how to handle the present world conditions. And guess what? They meet and meet and take action and vote. And guess what? And it's more confusion. And they don't reach a solution. God knows. He is playing it. He's directing it. So be not anxious. Fear and worry are gripping the hearts of many. The solutions seem to be ineffective, even if they have a solution. And once they try to figure out one area, another erupts somewhere in the world. And they start scratching their heads. What do we do now? Only God has a solution. Only God can bring solution to our world. And guess what? I have news for you. This solution is coming soon, and it's going to be from heaven. And we, His people, must must sit still, and see the salvation of the Lord. Can we do that? May God help us. I came across the following. And the title of these four words, four sentences, says uh, it says mistakes to avoid for children of God, mistakes to avoid. You are free to take them, I'll go slow with that. One, remorse over yesterday's failure, can you avoid that? Second one, anxiety over today's problems, can we do that? Third, worry over tomorrow's uncertainty, can we do that? And four, procrastination with one's present duty and responsibility. We can avoid those. You procrastinators, join me to avoid procrastination. Let us avoid remorse over yesterday, anxiety over tomorrow, the problems, and the uncertainty of tomorrow. God is calling us not to worry, not to worry at all. Can we do that? May God help us to do that. The third, first word, what did I say? Seize the moment, right? Now is the time. The second word, cast worry aside. May God help us. Third, move forward. Move forward. You know, uh, when the children of Israel were leaving Egypt, with Moses their leader. And all the armies, Pharaoh's armies, went after them with their chariots, with their swords, with all the men of war behind them. And they were, you have about 1.5 to 2 million people walking. And those who were running on horses, on chariots, Coming after them, they almost caught up with them. What did God do? Let me tell you this. What did God do? He moved the cloud that was before them and put it behind them. In just one move of his finger. And all the army, Egyptian army, read it in Exodus 14 and 15. All the Egyptian army there could not do anything. He stood between them. This is how God can take care of you. And when they reached a dead end, and the sea is before them, the mountains on the other side, and they couldn't go anywhere, and the Lord, and Moses started screaming, and Shari says, Moses, 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 stand still and see the salvation. salvation. Stand still. Why are you worried? Tell my people to go forward. Tell my people to go forward. And this is what God is telling us. Let us not be hindered by what's happening today. Let us not be fearful. Let us not think of yesterday's faults. Throw them and bury them under the blood of Jesus Christ. Are you with me? All the faults, all the guilt, all the sins, take them and bury them under the blood of Jesus Christ. And look forward to continue the ministry that God has given you the life that God has granted you. You have a good life. We have a good life. We're living in the best country in the world. Long live the USA. Are you with me? And those who do not like the USA, I have ships waiting for them to take them there. You are living the best life in the best country, in the best state. You might disagree on that, but that's okay. We have good weather, good sunshine, good rain, everything. We're living. God has given us all this. Well, let us not worry about yesterday. Let's not worry about tomorrow. Let's think about today. What is my duty and responsibility? And God says, Adol, go forward. Turhan, go forward. Jessica, go forward against the wind. Let's move. Let us set sail. And do not be hindered by anything else at all. So since we know who is in charge and know that he will take care of us and that he will not leave us nor forsake us, let us charge forward. I call on you, church. Let us not carry all the weights of this world and all the weights of our minds and all the anxieties, and attach them to us and then we cannot move our legs we cannot move our hands we cannot go God has given us a ministry we have to continue God has given us a church we have to continue working for him we are continue working in his field oh yes let us charge forward on this journey with complete reliance on the Savior who never fails someone said You cannot change the past, but you ruin a perfectly good present by worrying about the future. Don't ruin your life. Enjoy what God has given you. Enjoy your state. How is the state of the union at home? It might not be 100%, but it's a good state. And give it to God, he will change it. Thank God we have a position in heaven that is untouched. Children of God, no change. Everything changes in this world, but your position, child of God, will never change. He'll never deny you. He'll never disown you. He'll never say, you're not my child. Once saved, forever saved. And he will never leave you to the dogs of this world. Let me tell you that. You are in his care and you will continue to be in his care until we meet him again. We have a heavenly father, and you and I have heavenly orders to stand firm. Stand firm, immovable in the Lord. Philippians 4.1, that's what it says. Stand firm in the Lord. To rejoice... And not to worry. Remember last week's message. Rejoice. Rejoice and not to worry, but to keep our eyes on Christ with faith moving forward toward the goal. Ask yourself, what is my goal? What is my responsibility? What is my mission? I want to do it to the best of my knowledge. I want to do it today tomorrow is not yours. Yesterday's, you know what? Yesterday's failures is no more ours at all. You know what Paul said? I know one thing, forgetting what is and looking forward toward the goal. Today I will do the work of an evangelist. That was his calling. Whatever is your calling, seize the opportunity not to worry And let's go forward as as the Lord told Moses, why are you stopping there? Extend your hand with that little stick that you have and move forward, move forward. Let's go forth. Unhindered by the events around us, knowing that. As the song says, his eyes, you can repeat with me, is on the sparrow, and I know that he watches me. Amen? Let's bow our heads for prayers. Just to remind you, if you are living in a situation where the past is haunting you, your life that wasn't what it should have been. You know that if your sins were not, are not forgiven, and you know that you're worried, you're living a, a worried life, and tomorrow I don't know what's going to happen, and I don't want to face eternity, I don't want to do this, I don't, I, I, your life is in shambles, Jesus Christ is calling you, today is the day of salvation. Today is the day where you say, Lord Jesus, I give you my life. I am so tired. I am so tired. I want you to take charge of my life. Change me. Save me. I give you all. And for us Christians, let's not worry. God is in charge. On the contrary, let's accelerate our walk and work for Jesus. Our Father, we... Submit to you our lives, our hearts, our church, each and everyone, our guests this morning. We know that you spoke to us, spoke to our hearts. Help us, Lord, to seize the opportunity to redeem the time and work for you. And not to worry, but look forward for that wonderful day when we shall see you face to face. We pray that you bless each and every family and those who couldn't make it, those who are sick, those who are working and those who for any other reason that they're not with us today, that you visit with them and bless them and bring them back to us safely with good health. We pray that you dismiss us with your blessing this morning and help us to live a life worthy of our calling as true children of God. In Jesus' name we ask and pray. Amen. Amen.